0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the AF Mentors podcast. It's going to be a little bit wishy, wishy wishy-washy, not wishy-washy, jumpy-uppy, downy, bam-bam-bam, bitty, brain dump. People seem to really like the last episode that I did that was just a little bit more about me, where my mindset is, where I want to go with business. So hopefully people will resonate with this one and then I have the coaches on or the mentors on. Mentors just sounds like such a freaking gimmicky word, doesn't it? Business mentor. Anyway, I've got the mentors on um, later and we'll do more of like a and a based thing. So today, from this episode, you're going to learn how to see through bullshit claims about building your business online, how having more fun turns into more business... success? Did you like that? Um why getting bored is a superpower and then four things that i do to help me concentrate because i get bored quickly from the previous one right i what's the i used to talk about this quite a lot the shadow side of like each of your traits like getting bored quickly is a superpower i'm going to tell you why but also it's not a superpower and it will really hold you back if you just don't ever follow through with anything. So you kind of have to, like, your biggest strengths are also often your biggest weaknesses and life is essentially figuring out how to make them mostly your strengths most of the time and avoid the downside of them. So, here we go. Um, What was I going to talk about first? Oh, yeah, how to see through bullshit claims. The amount of times I see this, right, it will be something like, so, <laughs> to give context to this, we launched eIQ this weekend. I don't know exactly how much money I've made, but I mean, since we started eIQ, quite a lot of money, right? It'd be very easy for me to be like, here's how you make a uh, close to, if not million, pound, million pounds by selling a course. And they'll just be like, you write this course, you use this email template, and then you sell it, and hey... I can show you the exact step-by-step guide of how we did it. Just pay me X amount of money, right? And it's, like, that's not the hard part. What they don't see is, okay, but the course has been running for, I don't know, three or four years, right? Makes makes the whole, like, woo, we've made a million, a little bit more, like, breaking it down. Not that it's still not impressive, but, like, you know, some people think, oh, I made a million, like, they think it'll be within a year or something. Secondly... We also spent 10 plus years, in fact, probably like probably not far off, like 30 plus years combined, educating people, educating ourselves, building know, like, trust, authority, respect an audience. Like you can't to then be like, oh, just write a course, use this system that we used and then sell it like, no, you have no one to sell it to. That's the problem. And you don't even know how good the course is going to be. And EIQ is a fucking phenomenal course. If you're listening to this and you haven't done EIQ, you will be a better coach for doing it. It will help not only your clients, but also your business, your retention, the quality of the service. Um. Anyway, you should go and do it. EIQnutrition.com. I'll even let you in until Wednesday if you want to sign up to this intake. Anyway, my point being... If you see this kind of stuff, like, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. With almost anything in life. Like, if it sounds too good to be true, question the hell out of it, because it usually is. And then just put your sceptical glasses on a little bit and be like, huh. I wonder what else happened behind the scenes when they're talking about all these numbers that... By the way, some of them are just literally made up. Like, legitimately made up. Sometimes, oh, let me just get my, um... Let me get my threads up, because... I saw a really good thread yesterday and I thought, I'm just going to read that out. Um. Oh, God. Do you know what threads isn't great? Uh, oh, no, here it is. She says it's Miriam Freed. I hope I'm saying that right. She said a few things I've realised business coaches lie about or stretch the truth on. One, they share their gross income instead of their net or take home without clarifying. So basically, like, oh, if you've had a 50k k month, that doesn't translate into 50k income. This is especially true when people use ads. So you might have someone, and by the way, you would be shocked at how much people spend on ads. You might have someone who's like, oh, yeah, we're making 50k a month. But they are genuinely spending 30 to 40k on ads, like the profit on that. And then you think about, OK, well, who have you, like, when you are talking about agency fees and ad spend... And then you've got to think about if you've got staff or if you've got coaches, your time, resources, the apps, the email marketing, blah, blah, blah. Basically, it all adds up and your profit margin might not really be that great. Now, I would say it's not just business coaches that do this. Businesses in general love talking about like how how much money they make and not how much profit they make. And those are two very different things. I'm always way more interested in the profit margin And what is interesting is there's quite a few, um, what would you call them? They're not really mentorships programs, but like entrepreneurial programs that you have to be making a certain amount of money to join. But it's never a profit margin. It's always you have to be, I don't know, turning over a million a year. But it's like that, that kind of means nothing. Like, you you might have a really bad business turning over a million a year if your profit margin's crap. Anyway, the second one, she says, they refer to their business as seven-figure businesses because that's what it's made in its lifetime, sometimes five to 10 years, not annually. Again, a classic. I mean, not that it's not still impressive, right? Like, making a million even in 10 years, like, that's incredible, well done, but it's very misleading, um, and then she says three, they share that their client made 10 K in a week without context. Probably that that week was a launch. Like I could claim ridiculous amounts of money within a week because I did like three launches at the same time with different businesses or something like it's so silly. And then the irony of this is I do the exact opposite of this. Like I feel a bit icky talking about money. Even this, I'm like, Ooh, feels a little bit like, I don't know. It's just so funny to see the difference. Most business mentors are genuinely just lying to you about how much they make. Whereas I'm not telling you how much I make. And and when I do, I'm probably playing it down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe that's a female thing. Anyway, don't get caught by that stuff, please and thank you. What else was I going to tell you today? Oh yeah, having how having more fun turns into more success. So my, my ethos for 2024, this is because I had a little bit of a stressful couple of weeks on and off for a period of time and I just realised there's absolutely no point being stressed I just want to have more fun I want to take more risks I want to have more success and I know that if I do the first two have more fun take more risks I will be more successful people want to be part of something that's fun and then even if I'm not successful I've had fun doing it so who's losing really right no one whereas even if I was successful but I spent the whole time being stressed out I'm certainly not winning like that's not why I started business that's not why I want to live the life that I want to live fun is probably the most underrated aspect of success um and having a good time if it or or hard work when you're doing it like if you're having a good time while you do it it doesn't need to feel like hard work so I would recommend experimenting things trying things out enjoying the process taking the pressure off realizing some of them won't work some of them will and often the outcome is the same, whether you put all this wild pressure on yourself or not, but your enjoyment is very different. And thus your longevity is often very different as well. People are so attracted to fun and happiness. And when you zoom out a little bit, and for most people that we, we have on AFM, it's like, you get to do what you love. Like that, that should be fun. Stop Putting so much pressure on yourself. Stop telling yourself you have to do this real or you have to do that and be like, I want to share this information. It's fun. I get, like, for me, I get to work with my best mates every day. (laughs) Like, I would genuinely be doing this in the evenings if I had to do a nine to five. I'd be doing this in the evenings for fun. It's a fucking dream that I get to be paid for it. So take the pressure off. Um, And then I was going to talk about how getting bored is a superpower and I was thinking about this the other day because I have this little plaque in my room that one of my best mates gave me and it's um it's from when I was a bridesmaid for her and it's like a little poem about like how I sold all my Pokemon cards right (laughs) we were quite young okay and um it did make me think I remember my mum saying this at the time but I feel like I could one I was bored of Pokemon cards and two, I could kind of see that they were dying out. Now, let's not zoom out too far because I'm sure that Pokemon cards are probably like collector's item and worth loads now. But at the time, it's like people were sort of getting bored of them, but they hadn't quite yet. But I was already bored of them, right? So because they were still popular, I sold all mine at school. <laughs> I think I made like £30 and I went and bought a skateboard. And then what happened? Skateboarding got really in, right? I could see the trend. It was way more exciting. I was way more interested in it. And I think sometimes getting bored quickly and kind of noticing that you're the kind of person who will be interested in stuff, but will also get bored of them a little bit quicker. Like you can jump on trends quicker and move on from them quicker as well. And by the way, this is a bit of like controversial maybe, but... Online coaching in its current format is running its course. How do I know this? Because I'm slightly bored of it. That's how I know, right? This is literally just my prediction. But I think there's gonna be a lot of change soon and you have to be ahead of the game. You have to be ready to change. You have to kind of be like at the forefront of that, right? Like I'm, I'm even a bit bored of it, right? So what needs to change? What can I do to serve these people better, to solve their problem better, which is essentially the crux of it, right? Every successful business solves a problem. How are you going to solve it better or in a different way? That's what I'm thinking about. Okay, and then the four things that I do to help me concentrate, because I get bored really quickly, I find my golden hour, as in, I know the time of day that I work best. It's always in the morning. Now, even if I don't want to get up, even if it's like 6am alarm and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to get up. Unfortunately, Those are still my best brain working hours, even if I didn't have anything on for the rest of the day. So, like, I force myself to do that. Getting to know yourself, again, using your strengths, knowing your strengths. Secondly, time blocking. I've spoken about this loads, but it is so, so important. When is that thing going to get done? Blocking the time to do it. Thirdly, I don't eat starchy carbs during the day. I only eat fruit and veg. For some reason, makes me quite tired if I do feel a little bit lethargic. I feel much more on the ball. Ball? Much more on the ball. The ball. The ball? In the ball? Anyway. feel much more focused and energised if I just move those towards the end of the day. It's much like car backloading, isn't it? <laughs> oh, good times. That was the first ever diet I did. Coffee shops. Again, it's not... It's not new, it's not novel, but it works. Coffee shops with piano music on. Again, this is knowing how I work. I really like stuff going on around me that I'm not involved in. I don't know why when there's nothing going on, I kind of struggle to concentrate. And when there's stuff going on that I need to be involved in, absolutely cannot concentrate at all. But when it's stuff I don't really care about and I'm not involved in, yes, that, (laughs) that's what I need. And that's what you get in a coffee shop. And then I think the final thing I want to touch on, now I have a call in five minutes, so I need to go, is scattered work versus deep work. And you need both. And by that, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just going to do this like, deep work. I read that book, deep work. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to focus, get so much done. You can only do that when you've figured out what to do. You, basically, I think creativity is the opposite of deep work. You can't be creative during deep work. Now and again, you go on a bit of a roll and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't realise I'd I'd like get all that stuff done. But you also need scattered work where, and I mean this in two ways. One, the creative side, where you can just flip between things, think about things, not put too much pressure on yourself. I'm just going to write and see what comes, right? Or... other side that which is like sometimes you just need like brain dead work scattered work i'm gonna update this i'm gonna change that i'm gonna you know for me it doesn't take a lot of brain energy to write workouts anymore i need to change a couple of those i need to update something on the website like stuff that's not it doesn't require full deep work but then you have to block those in your day accordingly right when can i do scattered work for me anything past 5 p.m i'm not great so i don't book in calls right but can i update a few things on a website yeah like i have the brain capacity to do that or can i book a few flights or blah 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 whatever i need to do that's when i will schedule that stuff i don't waste my golden hours doing stuff that can be done in scattered work time so it's just about thinking about your energy and when you get the best work done I hope this episode has been useful for you if you are interested in growing your business this year and you really want someone back in you pushing you then this is the place for you head over to afmentors.com fill in the application form or just simply book in a call with me and let's have a chat and see if we're a good fit